how can public and private partnerships help this process and help you know, these in-between companies access the international trade market? And why is that so important? So the USSBA is really about making the American dream of small business ownership a reality. The SBA's loan programs operates two general ways, but we provide guarantees to banks, helping them mitigate their downside risk. I'm your host, Brian Kanup, Assistant Editor at TFG. My name is Claire Eman, and I am the Acting Associate Administrator for International Trade at the U.S. Small Business Administration. My name is Ian Pache. I'm the Director of Trade Finance. Welcome to Trade Finance Talks, your go-to trade, treasury, and payments podcast brought to you by TFG. Hello, and welcome to Trade Finance Talks. I'm your host, Brian Kanup, Assistant Editor at TFG. According to the SBA, there are 33.2 million small businesses in the U.S., which accounts for a staggering 99.9% of all U.S. businesses. Even though nearly all businesses in the U.S. are SMEs, they often face difficulties with accessing finance and struggle with entering the international trade market. We've all heard about the topic of the SME finance gap, but many of these companies are actively experiencing the struggles that are associated with the gap. The questions we need to ask are why, what, and how? Why are these businesses facing these problems? What are the major pain points that are blocking progress? How can the industry come together to create tangible solutions? Luckily, our guests today are Claire Eman, Acting Associate Administrator, Small Business Administration, and Dan Pichet, National Director of Trade Finance at the Small Business Administration. Claire, Dan, welcome to Trade Finance Talks. Thank you, Brian. It's great to be here. Thank you guys very much. So just to start, can you give us a brief overview of your professional background, agency, and position? Thanks, Brian. Yeah. So again, my name is Claire Eman, and I am the Acting Associate Administrator for International Trade at the U.S. Small Business Administration. I came to the SBA after working for 20 years on global issues in developing countries for the U.S. Agency for International Development. I'd love to talk a little bit about the SBA. So the U.S. SBA is really about making the American dream of small business ownership a reality. The SBA is a cabinet-level agency in the U.S. government, and its mission is to empower entrepreneurs and SMEs with the resources and support that they need to start, to grow, or expand their businesses, and also to recover from a disaster, either a natural disaster, or of course, the SBA played a huge role during the pandemic to help businesses survive. We deliver services through an extensive network of SBA field offices and partnerships with public and private organizations. I think the SBA is best known for our financing programs that support small business access to capital through a network of more than 2,000 commercial banks, credit unions, and mission-based lenders like CDFIs. Just last year, in fiscal year 23, the SBA transformed its lending and investment programs and really expanded our capital partners to deliver nearly $50 billion in startup, growth, and recovery capital, as well as surety bonds. And we um, had a big push to include more small business lending to people of color, women, and veterans. I manage the Office of International Trade, so we really mostly work in the grow space category for small businesses trying to help SMEs grow by expanding into international markets. Or for born global companies, we work to help them expand into new markets. We try to support business in three key ways. We have a grants program to reimburse small businesses for export-related expenses, like the cost of attending a trade show. That is called the STEP grant program, and it is ministered. It's a partnership with our states and territories. 
Then we also really do serve as the voice of small business in U.S. trade policy, and we offer export counseling for small businesses to connect them with SBA and other federal resources. And then finally, we offer trade finance, special loan programs tailored to exporting. And I'd love to turn it over to Dan to talk a little bit more about those. Thank you, Claire. So my name is Dan Pache. I'm the director of trade finance. My job at the agency is managing our field staff of export finance managers and our trade finance loan solutions. Prior to joining the agency in 2021, I had a little over 15 years of experience in the commercial banking space, working for a regional bank out of Chicago. During my time there, spent a lot of time working with both the SBA and XM Bank's loan programs. So it's interesting to be on the other side now and working in terms of developing those products. I also served on a Department of Commerce public-private partnership committee called the Trade Finance Advisory Council, which is really where I began my work, looking at the trade finance and the SME finance gap. And I'm now in a place at the agency to help develop our products to better meet the needs of small businesses. Thank you both for your, your introduction. Claire, can you quickly touch on how the $2.5 trillion trade gap has impacted American SMEs? Yeah, thanks, Brian. So the trade finance gap highlights just the importance of access to capital globally, not just here in the United States. The Asian Development Bank has done great work on highlighting this trade finance gap and its causes and impacts. And we had definitely have seen it impacting American SMEs. Trade finance has higher complexity, it has higher cost, and there are risks associated with compliance requirements. And that all of those factors can really make it harder for small firms to access trade finance. So similar to the role that the SBA plays in expanding access to capital to all small business, we also have an important role to play in helping our lending partners close that gap for American SMEs. I mean, what we do know is that international trade can really be a transformational opportunity for a small business to open new markets and to access new customers. Just one example, there is a medical device manufacturer that we've worked with. They received a large multi-year contract from a foreign government. And, you know, really to support that project, they needed a large amount of financing to help ramp up production and to procure additional raw materials. So they came to a lender and they were able to use the SBA's export working capital program to get a working capital line. And that really that enabled them to fulfill the contract. And now the company exports their devices globally. So for many SMEs, this lack of traditional trade financing is really evidenced by that trade finance gap and it limits their ability to, to secure these types of opportunities. And that's why, you know, we are really, we do work really hard to try to get the word out about the SBA's trade finance, like the Export Working Capital Program. Thank you very much, Claire. So Dan, can you please explain how do SBA products work and how are they utilized by banks? The SBA works as one of the most successful public-private partnerships. The agency has been around for 75 years. We work with a wide variety of institutions, as Claire mentioned at the top, really transformed our outreach following the COVID-19 pandemic. The SBA's loan programs operates two general ways, but we provide guarantees to banks, helping them mitigate their downside risk. And we work with over 2,000 lenders throughout the country. And our programs are broken down into two general categories. We have our domestic portfolio and our international products on the domestic side. We support everything from capital expenditures, real estate, business acquisitions, growth capital, on the international side, uh, trade finance working capital and project financing through our export working capital program that Claire mentioned. The program support a wide variety of size and complexity of transactions. And we work with our lenders to help mitigate their overall risk on the international space from concentration to receivables and exposures related to the international markets. Hey, enjoying this podcast? 
hit that follow button for more. Done? Let's get back to it. And so we're going back to the trade finance gap. You know, as we've seen traditional products have seemingly struggled to shrink this gap. Do you have any ideas or what are some ways to make the funding process for SMEs more holistic and accessible across the board? Traditional export facilities are important trade finance products to support exporting. They do tend to be a little bit more complex and thus they tend to be deployed in support of larger projects. We really want those smaller to medium projects to also be financed. Earlier this year, the SBA published a new study that sought to better understand the universe of U.S. small business exporters. You know, there's about 1.3 million small businesses in the U.S. that are doing some exporting. One of the major findings of that study was that of the U.S. SMEs who do export, the ones who do actually derive less than 10% of their revenue from international trade. So that means that an American SME exporter is still doing 90% of its business domestically. So we think that focusing on entirely export-only finance solution is maybe an area for us to work on. Right now, you know, the SBA, we can support you if you're 100% domestic. We can support you if you're 100% exporting and have a foreign buyer, but not so much in between. So we're actively looking at ways that we can try to leverage the SBA's traditional programs to help close that trade finance gap that we see in the small business space for businesses that are doing business both domestically and internationally. Great. Well, thank you very much for that. Do you have a case study to show the success of these programs? Building off of Claire's comments, I think we need to look at the variety of ways that U.S. businesses and SMEs access international markets. And the U.S. economy being as large as it is, with most companies operating domestically, for a lot of SMEs, international trade is going to represent a growth opportunity. I'm reminded of a company, a manufacturer in the clean tech space who made a battery-operated generator to replace diesel generators in fuel production. They used an SBA loan to help develop their initial prototypes, which were being deployed domestically. And then their next phase of expansion involved taking those generators internationally. And when you think about how large the international trade space is, when you think about how U.S. SMEs and SMEs in general operate, we need solutions that help allow them to expand internationally. For a company that's beginning to expand, so a new-to-export company, they're going to be predominantly domestic in the variety of situations. In those cases, we need solutions that can meet their needs holistically. I think this will also increase the supply of finance and capital available to them and allow them to then open up those international markets. My follow-up question to that is, how can public and private partnerships help this process and help you know, these in-between companies access the international trade market? And why is that so important? As you said, there are 33 million small businesses in the U.S., and there's definitely right not a lot of resources for them all. So for the SBA, public-private partnerships are really key. All of our SBA loan programs are public-private partnerships. And we really do leverage the strength of those partnerships and that network of 2,000 banks to improve access to international markets for SMEs. In addition to the size of our portfolio, right, $50 billion in fiscal year 23, we also try to work with a wide breadth of lenders nationally from credit unions to CDFIs and commercial banks because we know that working with a diverse set of lenders is really key to getting capital into the hands of SMEs all over the country. And then in addition to our loan financing programs, there's a substantial role to be played by our state trade expansion program that I mentioned earlier, where we really partner with states to support SMEs to attend trade shows, translate their websites for better international e-commerce and buy trade credit insurance, for example. So we really do rely on our private sector partnerships as a force multiplier for our federal resources. 
again, to continue down the slide of partnerships, which I think is increasingly important in a very difficult you know, economic environment in which we've been the past couple of years, how can the SBA and ECAs work in a complementary manner to help benefit all American businesses? XM Bank, the U.S. Export Credit Agency, as well as the Department of Commerce, in fact, our field staff of export finance managers are located in U.S. export assistance centers alongside them. When you think about our lender base, you know, over 2,000 institutions, EFIs and mission-focused lenders to credit unions and all the way up to money center banks. Capacity building is an important component of that. So much of our lender base is comprised of domestically focused lenders and organizations like XM bring a wealth of trade finance experience and structuring capacity that can help them understand the risk associated with international trade from concentration and currency risk to uh, navigating international markets and ultimately having access to such valuable resources like X-Bank can really go a long way to helping develop the SBA lenders into institutions that can also support export finance. Having that capacity is an incredible way to partner and to build capacity amongst the base. Great. Thanks, Dan. And that reminded me of the international trade space is so large, I often compare it with you know, the size of the ocean, which is 361 million kilometers, or for the US audience, roughly 140 million square miles. There's so much space for all of us to operate. So there's no need to be fighting each other. It's so easy to build partnerships and collaboration like you were speaking about with uh, SBA and ECAs. So before we go, please, can you let our listeners know how they can contact SBA to take advantage of all of these offerings? Yes, thanks so much. So, I mean, honestly, for any of the listeners, if you're in the policy space, if you're working on the trade finance gap, especially for small businesses, please reach out to us. You can connect with us, Dan or I on LinkedIn, and we're also at sba.gov slash international. Thanks. And on the, on the lending side, I'm more than happy to engage with any lenders who are looking at SME solutions, SBA solutions, or how to incorporate government guarantees into their program offerings. So if you're a U.S.-based lender working with SMEs here who are beginning to export or looking to export, my team, myself, we're here to help. LinkedIn's a great spot as well as our, the SBA's website. Great. Well, Dan, Claire, thank you guys very much for joining us today on Trade Finance Talks. And thank you to all listeners for joining us again. And I look forward to speaking to you all next time.